What'd you get? Paradise. I'll trade you. Word, dude. The movie was garbage. Unfortunately. Great mm-hmm. cast, mm-hmm. but they did a terrible job. But the books are fantastic. Fantasy. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, uh, well, and like, did you read any of the uh, graphic novels? I didn't. I don't know why. I think they're fine. Yeah. But you, the books, the books just kind of put they're me so in there. They're so good, dude. I, I right. love that he got so meta with it, like he wrote himself into the books he even wrote like his real life like he got into an accident where somebody hit him with a car right and in the book he got hit by a car and he was about to die and his characters that he had written show up at the scene of the accident and they're like you can't die you have to finish these books <laughs> or else the world will end i'm like no if only they do that with george r r martin you know like <laughs> right get on his he was the white walker all along oh the true night That's King. the twist. What? Yes. Wait, what? George R. R. Martin, uh, he was actually, he was uh, the true Targaryen. You didn't hear that? George R. R. Martin himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always ending the series. He didn't read that. He's the real mother <laughs> no. of dragons. There was one of those exclusive uh, interviews <laughs> with, I want to say, IGN. Okay. Don't, no, that's fake. That's, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. I would buy the book if that was the case. What about you, Kels? What's a, what's a fantasy story that really uh, strums those heartstrings of the guitar that mm. is your body? Let's see, if you're talking about more traditional fantasy. Uh, any fantasy that you like. This could be traditional, this could be modern, this could be kinky, this could be any kind of fantasy <laughs> that you want to put in there. Well, I could go back to like some of the earliest ones of my memory, which is the deep cut would be Flight of the Dragons. Flight of the Dragons? What the yes. hell is that? <laughs> um, it's an old movie. Animated movie by the same company that did the old Hobbit cartoon. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking about it, Fucking Willow. Will- uh, <laughs> Willow. That used to be one of my yes. favorite movies as a so kid growing good. up. Willow is a martyr, is is a classic, hands down. You, Matt say, love that. you say love Willow, that I say uh, Fern Gully. Yes, okay. Fern Gully. Fern Gully, yeah, man. The real Avatar. I was about to say the OG Avatar. Yes. Right. Uh, not enough people watched Fern Gully grow up. The original Coke. That's why we have the Amazons on fire. Yes, because people don't believe, People don't believe. It's it's the simple things. Well, let's go ahead and start the show. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Escaping Podcast. The best comic book podcast in Colorado Springs. I am Daniel. Uh, To my right, I have... Yours truly, Kels Fouchot. As always, Gio is in the studio with us, making sure we're on our best behaviors. I am here. Hello. And uh, we got another guy here with us. Now, don't be confused. You're not hearing double. These are two different Daniels. What? I know. We look so similar, too. We do. We're like twins. Separated at birth. I'm Daniel Parks. How's it going, Daniel? Good, man. It's good. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Very welcome. (laughs) I was a little, uh, you know, hesitant because your name. Yeah. Yeah, It's almost too much. Why? It's a great name. It's the best name. For one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. So today we are talking about fantasy. Fantasy gone wrong, fantasy gone right, and those fantasies that keep you awake at night until, you know, you get it over with and go to sleep. Kelsey, tell me a little bit about fantasy. Fantasy, okay, so basically what makes a fantasy genre or a fantasy book usually has to deal in elements elements of folklore, like... um, like our uh, traditional fairy tales, like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Grim adventure type books, um, the Little Mermaid, as for example. And that's Hans Christian Gretel. Anderson on that one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's just like those stories that pass down, like fables, folklore, things of that nature that has a lot to do with like 
the unexplained and the more, I guess, fantastical aspects of nature and things that we really couldn't define, define back then in those dark ages. Right, and even back then, they were trying to define God. Yeah. That's like, so is that fantasy? Mm. Yes. You heard it here first. God is a fantasy. The Bible is a fantasy story. It's a great fantasy story, too. There's dragons, there's incest, there's... Uh... Six-headed beast, magical fruit, talking snakes. Talking snakes, my man. Talking I'm snakes. Like, yo. <laughs> I can't make it up. It's literally there in the book. So what's the difference between like a fantasy story and a supernatural story? Um, supernatural, since we were talking about God, supernatural has more to do on the... Elements of humanity that could be heightened in a way that we can't necessarily explain. Like, for example, gods, witches, and magic, things of that nature are human in its um, essence, but they also have these other abilities, other abilities make the nature of man supernatural. They're almost superheroes in Yeah, superheroes in a sense, yeah, minus yeah, yeah. the capes and the science. I mean, I don't know. A warlock has a good frock. Yes. <laughs> so some capes, some capes, and I mean we're we're in a comic book store filled with all these stories that are basically fantasy, supernatural, yes. horror. They're all in that uh, mythological kind of uh, arena. Yes. And by the way, Escape Velocity Comics does not always support what we do, and not not, not that they don't support. We are not reflective of them. We are not. They are great people, and we are assholes. Yes. But we're, we, we're the assholes you choose to listen to. Exactly. We all have different assholes. So we don't represent them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> But they are so kind and they allow us to record here. Gotta yes. say that right up front. Love you, Doug. Mike, you do something fierce to me. Every bat needs a cave. <laughs> so today we're going over a few different books. Um, and uh, Kelsey, what was your favorite one? Of which book? Uh, the books that we are covering today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk uh, yeah. to me about your favorite. Spoiler alert, I didn't read any of these books. <laughs> uh, my Wi-Fi was out. And um, I'm an old person, even though I don't look th that way. Like, I'm very, like, um, Ra's al Ghul after get out of Lazarus Pit. So I had my phone, but I hate reading comic books off my phone. So I just was like... You're a purist. Yeah, I'm a purist. So I was like, hey, I'm going to sit back. I'm letting y'all two <laughs> handle the weight of this one. <laughs> so if you haven't read any of these books, Kelsey is going to be your anchor. He's going to be yes. your focal point. He's going to be the one that... uh. I would ask the questions that you probably like. He's what? right there with you going, is that a character or a place? <laughs> it's not. I burp. What's the difference between a hobbit and an elf, a goblin, and an orc? Uh, this sounds like a great joke and I'm going to go the punchline yeah, like, I, I don't know. I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> I, I don't know. So, Daniel, uh, tell me about your history of fantasy. Oh, man. I mean, I from a little kid, my dad always had fantasy books around the house you know the hobbit the lord of the rings uh the dark tower stephen king i was reading stephen king at like 10 years old you know, right, stuff. right. Uh, my dad was pretty cool not the best parent but he, well he, the coolest <laughs> parents rarely are good parents you know, he, he True let me decide, right um he was like here here's some cool books go read it and the, the hobbit cartoon i watched that as oh, a kid man leonard nimoy you know, singing at you yes oh. the songs are so good so good. Um, and a never-ending story. Just and a classic. The classic. Labyrinth and, you know, all of those great old fantasy mm -hmm. stories. So um, I guess my interest and love of comic books is just an extension of that. Right. You know, uh, because like you said, they are fantasy stories. They're that's, completely that's fantasy. Are. It's fantastic. You escape into Whoa, the, uh, that's fantasy. almost like this podcast. It is, yeah. <laughs> Name check. So, Got yeah. It. So for me, I mean, I Fern Gully was one of the the biggest ones to jump into. Robin Williams, Dark Crystal, though. Mm, Dark Crystal, Dark that's, Crystal. That series coming, coming back, back to Netflix. That's going to be so grade. good. Mm. Um, there are a lot of, a lot of good folks cast in that, but just the idea of 
just around the corner of your world, there could be all this, you know, magic. Mm-hmm. It's it's in it's in the everyday. It's in the mundane. That's one of the reasons why I loved uh, Fraggle Rock and uh, oh, Narnia. Yeah. The yeah. Fraggles were living in that guy's basement, rent free. Exactly. It's like when you have like, you know a roommate and they bring their significant over other over and they're there all the time and suddenly you start seeing food marked in the fridge, okay. males coming to the house, but they haven't paid rent. And then their friends are in your house and you're not rent. at your house. You're like, Fraggles are, are deadbeat roommates. Fraggles are deadbeat roommates. <laughs> yes, I mean okay, they're lovable. They're trying to the, the the builders whose name I don't remember. They're trying to build the something. Dozers. The dozers, dozers are, yes. they're doing their best. And what do the Fraggles do? Destroy, tearing it apart. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> but they're having a great time. They're singing. They're dancing. They're Jim Henson Muppets. It's There's great. an analogy there somewhere. <laughs> we will find it before the end of this episode. They're just hardworking people, and then the lazy ones are just eating Wait, Fraggles are millennials? Wow. 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 He comes onto the show. That guns are blazing. That hurt. That hurt. That the hurt. fact that he, he even looked at both of us like... Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe because we're sitting right across from him. But there was a thing that. where we, at the beginning of this, did trade toys. Yes, so. we, did. We, did. we We totally did. Um, so let's Power. start with... A, a little, <laughs> let's start with the uh, the more lighthearted stuff, and we'll we'll get to the meat that is die, a book by mm. Karen Gillan that you absolutely have mm. to check out if you haven't tried it. Uh, it's D and D meets Jumanji, and it mm. is so amazing. The yeah. artwork, the storytelling, it's great. That's great. Um, so let's start with the possibly most lighthearted of all the books. I hate Fairyland. Mm. What was your initial reaction? To I hate Fairyland, Daniel. <laughs> Um, you know, I because I've been reading his Middle West, and so I was excited to go back and see what he had done before. Not the same um, deal. It's totally not the same. There's so much more humor to it. Um, it's hilarious. It's so funny and cool and just well done. My favorite part in in the first trade, um, there's an issue where Gertrude falls down and she's like passed out, and they're going like page right. after page, and her little helper dude, um, the little Larry, fly, Larry, yes. Behind her head, he's starting like his whole family, like he's building a house and mm-hmm. he's like has a wife and he marries and then he like is a two story house <laughs> and it goes on for page after page. She, she's like, she grows a beard. She grows a beard. Like, I was yeah. like, that's that's the type of thing that only comic books can do, mm-hmm. you know? Like, even if you did some amazing CGI version of this, it's never gonna get out of here, fly. That was Larry. You just killed Larry. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he wanted <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, that, that sort of sequence, it's so typically comic book that... That's why I love comic books. It can be ridiculous. It can go yeah. a little Looney Tunes it's with so it, crazy. you know? Well, and, and for those of you who don't know I Hate Fairyland, it's a story of a little girl named Gertrude who, at 10 years old, goes on a magic journey to find a key. Now, she's not very good at this, and it should have only taken <laughs> her about a day, maybe two. She's been stuck in Fairyland for 27 years. She is now 37 years old, stuck in the body of this little girl. So she already exists in this world, or is she like in the regular world and she goes into the Fairyland universe? She exists in the real world, and then as a kid, she goes on an adventure that kids go on all the time, it seems. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. she sucks at this, man. (laughs) She's like me when I'm trying to get into working out. The idea is there. The motivation is, it's a good idea. So she's almost like a dumb Alice. Are you calling me a dumb Alice? No, I said she. You dumb Alice. I said she, not you. But, you know, if the shoe fits, (laughs) wander around in Wonderland and do your thing. It's a a perfect concept because it's like, most of the people that are going to be reading that are probably adults, right? Of course. And so you feel like, like, as a kid, you love fantasy worlds, but... 
if you're stuck there and now as an adult, you're like, get me the right. fuck out of here. Well, and like, she wants to go back to her family, but she's still getting sloshed. Mm-hmm. She misses her warm bed. <laughs> she eats mushrooms. She, she eats mushrooms who are living guards. <laughs> they are guards in the city. Mm-hmm. She eats a mushroom guard and goes trips on a crazy out, trip. Yeah. Just trips So that makes rats. sense that you like Adventureland and you like this because it's like Adventureland. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's oh, yeah. almost edible and alive. It's, it's right there. Peppermint <laughs> Butler the and all that. <laughs> You could eat peppermint butler, but should you? <laughs> they did in a couple of episodes. What? Like, he got. Did ate, he really? I don't remember that. He got bit out of one episode. He definitely like, got bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's dead. Yeah, yo, no, he, he definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate Fairyland. I mean, it, it's it's so crazy and fantastical that it can do things that other comic books can't. Mm-hmm. The the. Mm-hmm. It can go from a, a normal-looking little girl to her eyes bugging out, or suddenly mm. she wishes to look normal while you know drinking wishing ale. Mm. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she's been Liquid eating courage. nothing but sugar and Fairyland diet. Oh. When she comes back, she's got what is it? Stage nineteen <laughs> diabetes. Be, I was about to say, does she still have her teeth? Like, she's huge. She's this giant mutant diabetic like monster. <laughs> Not so to malign any of our listeners that are yes. stage nineteen diabetics. <laughs> so in the Fairyland, her body was adapted to that, but when she comes in the real world, real world all the real world. Oh no, she has gone back to the real world. No. Oh, okay. So she, she drinks wishing ale and she's like, oh, I wish okay. that I looked normal. Oh, This is okay. after she tries to hit on a bar patron and he's like, no thanks because she she still looks like a 10-year-old. Right. Okay. So she looks like a 10-year-old. Wishes that she looked normal. In, in Fairyland. And okay. then when she makes the wish, she, uh, in the bar, <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> turns into this giant beautiful person on the inside just yes. great personality yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 22 be careful what you wish for <laughs> all right so she's trying to get home how well does that go it doesn't go very good i mean for one thing so she's got to find a key to get out and mm-hmm. then the queen of fairyland there's a stipulation that the queen um can't um harm her so instead of trying to harm her she brings in another little girl to try mm-hmm. to find the key <laughs> And this other little girl, she's so sweet and nice, but she she's like happy. She shoots these like deadly Rainbow rainbows <laughs> and things, and she's um, got her guide, which is another fly, a butterfly. Yes, who is you know Miss Lady, and yeah. her name is Happy, and she is happy, and she's full of sunshine and just puppies and kids. Her shit don't stink, you know what I mean? It's it's a whole deal. Probably does, probably very magical. So why does she bring Happy in again? So that Happy can find the key first, because if Happy finds the key, then Gertrude is stuck there, and now the queen can basically murder her. Which everyone <laughs> in Fairyland wants to do. Right. Gertrude is they going around killing her. people. Yeah. Okay, because right. he, he, okay, I got you. She blows the brains out of the back of the moon who is narrating the first issue. Right. <laughs> That's another great thing. Each issue starts with a different character narrating. Right, but they're they caught get, up in the crossfire. Right, they end up getting murdered somehow. In a, oh, you know, my favorite is the little <laughs> mouse at the, I believe the second uh, issue. Oh, and he, yeah, yeah. He's narrating. He's like, oh, well, I'll step in. What do we have to, oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Not this. I have a family. Please, no. <laughs> right. well, you still don't have a family, but you won't be there to see him. So it, is she actually looking for a key or is a key a metaphor? She wants to go home. The key is a There is an actual key. key. It's not like, oh, the key is to find yourself. And, the call yeah. was coming from inside. Exactly. You know? You've no. been home the whole time. You put your heels together. Yeah. Right? yeah. No, and clicking your heels and wishing to go home is something we'll touch on and die a little bit. Ooh, but uh, yes. we'll, we'll get back to that. As far as Gertrude, she ends up uh, making a pact with a Dark Lord, one of the Seven Dooms. Oh, is that mm. right? Does yeah. that happen later? I don't think that was in the first trade. It was, was it? in the first trade. What? That's okay. Seven Dooms. <laughs> Everyone came ill-prepared for this podcast except Dan. <laughs> I'm so Dan. sorry. <laughs> and by Daniel, I mean me. 
Or me. No, no, not me. No, I, okay. we, no. <laughs> we all just heard that. Yeah, I had a bad doom joke. But yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. Um, so she makes a pact with one of the uh, seven dooms, and this is uh, Dedith Darketh. Um, and he says, yeah, you can, uh, you can borrow my powers if you face, you know, these trials. She goes through killing all of his evil bosses one after another, and he's like, you're like the daughter I never had. Here, have some evil powers. <laughs> so right as Happy gets to the end, and she has the key, which took her a day to find. That was right. it, because she's good. She listens to instructions. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> no, Gertrude's been there for 27 years. 27 years. years. <laughs> she was supposed to go to the Tickle, the tickle Giants. Oh, that's right. And uh, they would they would head her in the right way. Instead, she finds the giggle giants, and they say the heart. So she goes through, and she she. What's the difference between a tickle and a giggle? Well, one is laughing, and the other one's making them. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. So uh, Happy's about to go through the door when Gertrude comes through the ground riding a dragon. Oh yeah, and uh, blows awesome. little Happy away after eating all the rainbow well, sunglasses. Yeah, she comes through, and she's like, rest of her name. She didn't hear the bells. <laughs> She didn't hear the bells. <laughs> right. So she's about to go through the door. The queen's like, you know what? Leave. I'm just sorry to see you leave without, you know, death. What does Gertrude do? She kills the queen. She's like, you make a great point. Spoiler alert. And Larry's, Larry's like, don't do it. Don't do it. She kills the queen. But in the rules, it says whoever kills the queen becomes the queen, becomes the queen and course. is now a citizen Where, of, of Fairyland. And the door so now disappears. she can't never go back. And that's the end of trade one. Oh, wow. And now I really want to read the rest of it. It's, it's a four-part series. It ends exactly the way this series should. The series mm. is irreverent. This series is... So it does end. It like wraps everything up. Like, it does wrap everything up. We're not going to keep up. pushing it out because like, no, this you is know, a complete story. It's not Walking Dead. It's exactly. not Walking Dead. And you know, even I'd say five years from now, if they had a return to Fairyland, it would make sense. Well, Doing it right after? No. There are four volumes, and each volume gets crazier and more amped up than the last. Scotty Young and his art, his writing... It's truly what he was meant to do. Is this That's like awesome. pitch perfect for like a Netflix series? You just take? love your pitch perfect. <laughs> oh. You know what? I was it's thinking about awesome, that man. actually, and I think that an you animated about pitch series, perfect. I was. I love that movie. Um, not really at all. It's terrible. Oh no! <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Cut. <laughs> we got a wrap. Cut. Can we, grab, <laughs> can we grab someone from the street? And just have them come in. Yeah. It's it's fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> You're not entitled to your own opinion. Here. I am sorry. Okay. <laughs> But one opinion I do have is that an animated series of uh, I Hate Fairyland would be fantastic. I wish we would do more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, Japan, they're so ahead of us on their animated oh, stuff. We're in America. Everyone's right. ahead of us. Exactly. Right? Like, why? Why does everything have to be live action? Why can't it we does. do animated adaptations of comic well, books? And thankfully, we are getting one of those for Invincible, one of Image's best superhero books. Uh, Steven, uh, was it Steven Yen? Yes. He, from Glenn from Walking Dead, to bring it back to your Walking Dead point, oh, okay. he is voicing um, Invincible. And then okay. J.K. Simmons, who you all know as J. Jonah Jameson, is J. voicing J. his dad, who looks like J. Jonah Jameson. It's, there's a oh, huge, he's playing his... Oh, okay, yeah. It's going to be a whole thing. That's going to be cool. That's the future of it. Nice. You can do these shows. Yeah. Like Castlevania, yeah. we were talking about that earlier. That is such an amazing, groundbreaking, like adult, violent, super cool thing. And like we, we should do more of that as long as and it's, like just looking at the art style of the book, I think it would be dope if they did it like claymation. Claymation <laughs> just by looking at the art style and it. make it different from just like here's an anime. Let me, let's go somewhere else. Kind of like um not like Wes Anderson's mm-hmm. animated work, but like more tr- like the true claymation. Yeah, the stuff. true claymation. Mm-hmm. Kind of more like a 
Um, Kobo, K- Kubo and the Three Strings. Kobo, Kubo yeah. and the Three Strings is one yes. of the best movies I've ever seen. Yes. And it took me forever to watch it. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of that. I need it's to dope. Watch it. it might you still really be on should. Netflix. If it's, it's beautiful. on Netflix, folks, please do yourself a favor. Shut this podcast off right now. Come back to it later. <laughs> and when you finish Kubo, and uh, you'll be a better person. Hopefully. So the next one we're going to touch on, we, we hit kind of the lightest one on the load, which is mm-hmm. I Hate Fairyland. I'd say the second one after that is going to be Modern Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So Modern Fantasy, it follows uh, another girl uh, who, uh, you, you see some strong female leads in these stories. Gertrude in a very psychotic sense. Right. And in Modern Fantasy, who do we have, Daniel? The protagonist. <laughs> Gio, you have that book with you? <laughs> oh, there's a black person in it. Have Sage. It Her name is Sage. Okay. All right. Sweet. <laughs> so, modern fantasy. Fo- <laughs> so, modern fantasy follows uh, Sage, and she works in an office. But it, this mm-hmm. is—it's it, very real world esque. We've got malls, we've mm-hmm, got cops, mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. got workplaces. But then you've got the whole skin on the world that is. Fantasy. You're right. You yeah. got lizard people. Yeah, yeah. And we have lizard people here too. The Anunnaki and the Pleiadians are just gearing up to use us as fucking sacks for their children to inherit the earth. But these ones in here are a little bit Illuminati. more. Illuminati. <laughs> v is for real. It was just not an 80 series and a rebooted series in the early 2000s. That's our everyday. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it's it's a fantasy, but it's a modern world. It's like that goes right with the name. It's modern fantasy. And modern fantasy, exactly. Right. Like if you're walking down the street and you saw a wizard and it was just totally normal. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. And 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 that's one of the cool things about it is because it feels like an adventure with her and her friends to go. It's almost like a coming of age in a Mm. sense where you go, you have your friends, you got to steal back that thing that you got stolen that your your friend's shitty boyfriend uh-huh. sold <laughs> right. for, like, weed or whatever. I got mixed new. up with the wrong people. <laughs> and they go on this adventure, and it leads them to something kind of fantastic. They, uh, I don't want to get, go to give away the ending too quickly, sure, but sure, sure. they end up averting the end of the world. They do? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that every day? Exactly. Yeah. What's a good comic book story without the end of the world? They gotta save the world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like real world situations, like your roommate like ate your food or something, you know? But right. set in you, a fantasy you're, world. Your roommate's significant other just sleeping there all the time. Are they paying rent? Are we dating? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. You didn't put no money on this griffin breast. <laughs> exactly. This rotisserie. But they're always the ones that go back for seconds and thirds. Exactly. You know? Oh. You know? And they're, they're going to like the cafe where their friend works and like getting free food like yo hook me up because that's what you do at that age too I don't know you I barely like him so why would I hook you up (laughs) but it's like when you have that friend at the movie theater you know you're like hey we're gonna go see a movie just let us in (laughs) just Just don't see us (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so with this book uh, with it being a little more slice of life it's it's not as crazy as Fairyland and you're not really thrown into a situation other than the one that they find themselves in Mm -hmm. but it's almost expected in this world yeah ancient prophecies mm-hmm. secret orders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wizardry the wizardry in this is so commonplace and i love that you know yeah, yeah. so what, what, what were some of the things you liked about this book daniel um yeah so again that whole slice of life thing um i i had an idea once for a show about zombies where it's just regular life you're walking down the street you see a zombie you cap him you get in the car you go to work <laughs> Like it's just regular life, and and that's what they do with this, but with a fantasy setting, it's it's just regular life. Um, you know the relationships, the the real mm-hmm. life stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not like I, hey, I'm gonna take this magical ring and throw it in a volcano. It's I, you know, I like this person. How do I navigate this situation? And 
you know, it's great. It's it's really cool uh, twist on the fantasy genre. Well, I think one of my favorite characters is uh, her coworker, the ogre. Or half oh, he's Because he's just... He's like Drax or he's, something. He's <laughs> exactly Drax. I mean, he's there. He's just doing his job. He works overtime. Sometimes he'll give her a little bit of crap. But for mm-hmm. the most part, he's a nerdy guy that works at the office. Yeah. But he's kind of a... But he wants to be like a barbarian. He wants to be a barbarian. <laughs> he wants to embrace that ogreness. But he's his, not... Yeah. He's stuck in a yeah. crappy nine-to-five yeah. job. <laughs> but aren't we all in a sense? You know, we all have the potential to... Uh, Working you know, to Eat five. the rich. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Don't eat the rich, guys. I, that, that's... From escaping podcast, the rich don't taste very rich because they don't work mm. out, so the meat's not. I mean, that good. they're they're marbleized, yeah. but mm. I'd say compost the rich. You know, mm. <laughs> do something yeah. for the environment. Right? Exactly. exactly. There you go. So, um, it doesn't really kick off this book. It's a little slower paced, but I think that's one of the things I like about it. It um, it didn't feel like it was expecting anything from me, and I wasn't mm. expecting anything from it. We mm. were just kind of like. Walking along the same way, yeah. talking about our days. To leisurely stroll through fantasy. And when it gets to the fun part, it's fun, you know? Yeah. One of the, the biggest details I personally love is the little things in the background of mm. everything. Like, mm. you know, the magazine titles to sure. the books she's reading to the clothing she's wearing to little notes around here. I love when an artist mm-hmm. does that yeah, in the comic That's great. And uh, this one is by uh, Rafer Roberts and uh, Kristen Gudsnuck. Uh, Gudsnuck? I'm not even going to try. Good snuck. <laughs> Good snuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the art, like you were saying, is very reminiscent of Steven Universe, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Pilgrim, Hench Girl. Mm-hmm. I actually had this on my desk at work, and someone was like, is that Steven Universe? <laughs> and you know what? It's just as good. Sure. Because Steven Universe also doesn't expect it, anything from you. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, here's a kid, and it's totally normal for him to live with the crystal gems. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once you found out that he's a crystal gem. And... Right. He might be his own mom. Yeah, that whole No thing. spoilers if you have seen the episode that uh, ended, or the, the end of the... I guess not the series, but what she wrapped up and answered a lot of questions. And if you have seen it, I'm right there with you. And oh my God, wasn't it so good? Man. Kelsey, you need to get caught up. Uh, I will. I definitely will. Trying to watch the movie tonight without knowing hey, what I'm happened. I'm about to. I'll jump into that son of a bitch. I'll just play catch up. I ain't got no problem with that. So this, one was a, this one was a fun one. Dark Horse put it out. Yeah, I almost expected this to be an image book. You know, It's very image. It's very Is this image. the only mm. volume? This is the only story. It's just a complete uh, okay. one and done. And that's also cool. nice. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Again, is it better than Disenchantment? Oh, Even though I, Disenchantment was a series, I'm gonna say no personally. Same, but I love Disenchantment. But if you like Disenchantment, you'll like, like this. Disenchantment. Sure, yeah. Yep. Disenchantment was alright. What? I, I went in expecting more <laughs> just because you know. I love Disenchantment. Oh, it was so okay. I, I can't say love now. Nah. It was so okay. Funny. Eric Andre as Lucy. That was cool, but I expected you know I just expected a little bit more coming off of Futurama. You know, is that Eric just, Andre? I didn't even know that is yeah, Eric, Eric Andre. Andre. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Disenchantment is another one of those fantasy shows that gives us elements of real everyday life. real yeah. life. She's like yeah. chugging beers, <laughs> and, you know. So I'm not a princess. But I am. <laughs> I just I love that like through the whole first season there was a dude with a sword through his head. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> that was funny. Throw him off the mountain, <laughs> right over the edge. So with this book, I mean, I don't I don't have a lot to say about it. I guess. Yeah. The but only it, thing I wanted to mention real quick is that the ending scene at the mall was very reminiscent of Stranger Things three. I know we were talking about that. We we've discussed it that it, it's almost because it, it's a battle in the food court. It's a battle mm-hmm. in the food court. I guess a big monster and one of the characters doesn't have their magic powers. Yeah, they're they're in it. They're Just not like eleven. You know, but this saying? came out before that. Ooh. This came out. I a feel while like the before. writers were reading some comics. They might and this one, uh, you know, it's again one of those <laughs> things where you and your friends are just doing your life. Mm-hmm. 
Steve Harrington worked, you know, got him into the movie theater. Mm-hmm. They got him the free food. <laughs> right. It's very good. If you it's like, it's so perfect that it's a mall because that's such yeah. a normal, you know, place. It's where you go. Yeah. yeah. Where you go? That's not where I go anymore. Yeah, I, I try to avoid. Nobody the mall. goes to the mall. Jeez. But <laughs> I hate teenagers. I mean, I'm at that point in my life. I was scared to live shit Like you have no money. Why are you in here all day? Get a fucking job. I know. I appreciate With just being at Comic Con at the mall this weekend, I I had to use the restroom. I had to leave the table. And the, the Comic-Con bathrooms, of course, they're, they're full, they're stinky. And so I'm like, well, no one's been to the mall in 20 years. So I'll just go use the one over by the food court. Uh, yeah. And you walk through, and it is one of the most depressing places you'll ever go. Mm. It's not the thriving hub it used to be. No. Payless is still there. GameStop's wow. still there. That's crazy. And Sabaro will never leave. I'm pretty sure they're and the ones Chick-fil-A. who own the mall. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Are we going to get into the, the chicken sandwich you know, wars? I have not been been able to get one because Popeye's is always sold out. They were sold out like 140 when I tried to get one last Thursday. <laughs> I, I hate that I really love Chick-fil-A. Like, they're so delicious. Chick-fil-A is good. They're evil, and they're I They're completely them, evil. And I should never uh, go there. Who's not evil? That's true, right? <laughs> I was going to say me, but we all know that exactly. that's bullshit. We all, we, all, we all have a little Lucifer in us. I guess the reason <laughs> the reason is, I, I mean, it's it's a choice I, I can make, you know, to not eat Chick-fil-A. That's true. Yeah. And I do like that Pulp Fiction line, a sewer rat could taste like pumpkin pie. <laughs> but but I'd never know because I ain't going to eat the dirty <laughs> But then again, you prepare right, nobody tells you. Dude, do we really know what's in the food that we eat? If man? you want a, a chicken sandwich, man, you're not going to go to McDonald's. They suck ass. Wendy's is bad. The McChicken, the spicy McChicken got us all through. It got us all through those poor times. For real. Those you're late nights. For a dollar. You're coming on the show talking about, you know, you just bought a new car, so maybe you're past this part of your life. <laughs> you know, I got that Chick-fil-A money. <laughs> That's on. right. I'm over here like, I can get a large fry. And, and you could get one of those McChickens on a Sunday, too. You, that's right. Right. You can. How did this happen? We were talking about <laughs> <laughs> because this is what Chick Fil A just worms their way the into everyday life. Chicken. They want us to eat that sauce. <laughs> they are the devil. They, are they the work devil. their way into everything. You know, let's not malign Satan like that either. He is the giver of knowledge, and he would give you a Chick Fil A sandwich guilt free. That's true. Praise and you know what? It would be Serenity. spicy as hell. <laughs> it would be super spicy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next book. From here, we go on to uh, just check out Modern Fantasy. If you like Steven Universe, um, if you like uh, Scott Pilgrim, you're going to love the art on this. And it's just a, a pick-up and read book that you don't have to follow the series. Exactly. You can, you can set this down, pick it up at your leisure. Great book. Uh, our next book is Curse Words. And Curse Words is one of my all-time favorites. Really, mm. I love it. It's good. Yeah, you, what was your initial reaction to Curse Words? Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, when we were talking about the other day, the first few pages, and again, it's a modern world. You've got the Wizard, <laughs> which that name, I'm like, okay. You, you, you start to under, you just start to just forget Yeah, it. you just go with it. You go with it. But you got your Wizard, and he's in this modern-day environment. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting, but then... When they started talking about this whole mythology of where he comes from, and there's like this god character. And where does it come from? What is the name of the place he comes from? Or no. Um, no place. No place. Dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're talking about how he's like the main god of that world's favorite. Syzygy. Syzygy. And he like cast him aside, and they call him like the doom star and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like a Satan analogy. <laughs> right. <laughs> and as we've said before, Satan, you know, he just, it's like if his dad was a pro wrestler. 
and he wanted to be a pro wrestler. <clears throat> but instead of his dad, like you know, being like, "Yeah, do that," he suplexes the kid. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just sends him down. Yeah. And it's almost little like, Nikki style. Little Nikki style. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Sandler. It's almost similar because doesn't he he leaves the the fantasy world, which uh-huh. you could call heaven, yeah. and goes to like the regular earth. To earth. Is, like, and there's no magic or, here. Right. Because it's our world. So does his magic not work since he's on it? So hmm. that's an interesting point. Yeah. His magic works at the beginning. He's all juiced up from yeah. where he was from. It's <laughs> full of magic. It's enriched. <laughs> And uh, as he starts using his magic, his beard starts fading away. He he can't use his powers anymore. Well, Syzygy cuts him off. That's right. Yeah. From like his, his pipeline of magic power. Yeah. Which, Whoa. you know, who knows what that juice is? We're asking what's in our food. I'm asking what's in Syzygy's brew. I know. <laughs> Some GMO magic. Oh. <laughs> uh, GMO stood for gotta move out when I was a teenager. My parents said right? it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, wizard comes. Wizard comes to the world, and he's accompanied by. Um, who does he have? Oh, it's like a pan. It's a koala. It's a koala. Yeah. This koala is named Margaret, yes. and she is just delightful. Mm-hmm. Which we find out later. Uh, might be something. Bump, bump, How far bump. along are you in the Curse Word series? I, I read the first trade. <laughs> okay, see, I'm caught up, and it's coming to an end. Mm. There's much more to Margaret than meets the eye. She's a transformer. But still yeah. relevant. <laughs> More than meets the. Oh, the Transformers will always be relevant. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's the Cybertron in me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's another episode, Kels. Oh yeah, I was. I pencil that in. <laughs> yeah, we're we're starting to make notes on our future episodes as we go along because we say a lot of random shit, and you know what? That's the kind of random yeah, we shit we're gonna bring for, to you. Yeah, for, that's content. Yeah, for, yeah. That's content. Right there. So Wizard comes to the world and he sets up shop. He needs people to pay him, but pay him in rubies. Pay him in diamonds, pay him in gems, because he can crush that down and get power from them. They're infused. Mm -hmm. So he crushes rocks to get stronger. (laughs) (laughs) Does he snort them as well? Listen, you you (laughs) can't. Or does he cook them on a spoon? Don't judge Wizard. It's not so much a spoon as it is. I'm not trying to judge, I'm trying to understand. Step one: Does he need a good vein? Or? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure he could just snort it, and uh, he absorbs it. He absorbs it. He's not, he's not a, a user. There's like a gem that he gives to like his his love interest that she can crush up and use for That's power right. at a mm. certain point or something. So as Wizard goes along, he realizes that sometimes his magic backfires. There's a guy. Uh, Johnny uh, Diamond is it Johnny Diamond or oh Johnny uh, Platinum? Platinum, yeah. And he goes. I want you to make Johnny Platinum, Platinum. He only not only refers right. to himself in the third person, but he is vain as hell. Just like a wrestler. So right, Just right. like a wrestler. So Wizard turns him into a Platinum person. Mm-hmm. And it blows his body and apart. Well, <laughs> first he falls out of a building, and he splits right. in half, but he's still alive, because it's all Platinum, and right, it's all... Right, right, right. We find out later on in the life of this uh, guy, he's he found a girl who's into it. Mm-hmm. They're married. They're trying to have a kid, but he's Great. Platinum. Mm-hmm. And what's that going to do to the baby? Is she going to be poisoned by the platinum? Is it going to, you know? Does he even do that? Like, since it's platinum. Will it's even... like a BB gun. <laughs> just like I'm Hancock. <laughs> will he just shoot out? Like... That's right. That's right. You know, it's, like, it's like a BB gun or... Um... <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, it's it's like the... rats when they talk about how Superman needs a, a kryptonite condom. He does. Yes. It's going to kill. It's going to split Lois Lane right here. Or like how in one of those Spider-Man, like, 100 or the Dark Rain, I think it, it was. It was just Spider-Man Rain. Rain, yes, and MJ ends up dying from radio. Like, and you find out every time that he uh, irradiated arrived. her. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Or you got to think of the uh, the cop from Terminator 2. 
Oh, you know, two thousand. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more of the liquid metal, not the okay, slicey hey, knife. Like <laughs> you're over here getting the job done, and I'm thinking about how to cut. get that one good. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Wizard sets up shop. He's in our world, and he finds out that the gems aren't enough. What does he start doing? Well, so well, I mean, Syzygy cuts him off from his power, That's and right. that takes away his beard, which is sad. I can't even grow a beard if I, I got one and someone took I it. Know, I'd bro. be pissed. Like I can, but it's all scratchy and weird, so I don't do it. But um, <laughs> many so, have described me the same way. <laughs> you're scratchy and weird, but we love you anyway. <laughs> so he loses his beard, he loses his magic power, and his trusty koala sidekick. It's like, yo, this world is. She has a name, Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> My apologies, Margaret. We love you too. So Margaret, she's like, this this planet, this world is full of magic power. You just got to know where to find it. Mm-hmm. So she starts taking him to like magic shows in Las Vegas and stuff like that. And he's looking around. He's seeing how everybody's believing it. They're believing right. the magic. So he figures out, hey, if they believe it, that's what gives me my power. So is the is the magic the the act that they're seeing, or is it the belief in the act? I think it's the belief. So what does that say about the the uh, the product itself? Not the not the believing, but what they're believing in. Is it um, one of those things where it doesn't have any power until you give it to it? Right. It's like quantum <laughs> physics, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> quantum physics says that like certain particles like don't even decide where they're going to exist in the universe until you look at them. Right, right, right. So you look at them, you believe in them, you create them. Biometrism. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like one of those things like what came first, the God or the belief in the gods. Right. You know, and, and, and uh, the what, gods yeah. What was that creature in um in Supernatural that they had to believe they, they believe oh, in it? I, didn't, I don't it. watch that program. You <laughs> But but wasn't that the same deal in Never Ending Story though? They had to believe the king of the world. Sure, sure. Yeah. So. so the belief is I'd say yeah. the power then in most situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantasy or otherwise. Yeah. You see that with wizards throughout all sorts of different fantasies, if they lose their confidence and they just stop believing mm-hmm. you. Yes. Right. It's not going to be uh, enough to get it done. Right. They can't get it up. So. <laughs> what else happens in this book, Daniel? Um, God, I don't remember. Um, there's a big war. Oh, so his his <laughs> his ex girlfriend comes back to find him and kill him. Ruby. Right? Ruby. So, like the god Syzygy, he's like sending his ex girlfriend to go down and take him out. Yes, but she's so so totally in love with him that she can't do it. Is she though? Mm. It's like a hate fuck relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. All I know is she doesn't kill him, so she must have some feelings for him. I mean, that's fair, you know. But maybe she just feels sorry for him. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. No. <laughs> so, some of the, the the art in this book is a little jarring at first. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. because uh, you go in and it's it's not beautiful. Right. In fact, sometimes I'm like they they almost intentionally drew these people mm-hmm. to look like they're from Alabama, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me use Florida. <laughs> Florida is nuts. <laughs> Nobody cares about Florida, so I mean they got their own superheroes over there. <laughs> Just need the right kids really? during election oh, season. Florida man. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. oh boy. But uh, it's almost jarring to watch. Look to read at first. You almost you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that was my initial. Like I couldn't get into it at first. I'm like I just didn't quite like the art style. You hate ugly people. I I do. They shouldn't belong uh, on this planet. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, like, guys, it looks like I'm off planet for the next. Uh, Sam, I'm gone. No, you're we beautiful, would... Daniel. Come on. No, like, and, and we'll get. Guys, is this for a reason? <laughs> Tell me how Mars is. Right. We'll get to die um, later, but die we'll is like to, this yes, beautiful we'll watercolor. Like it's, it's, it's a fantasy, gorgeous yes, yeah. fantasy world. Yeah, you get to, so totally sucked in. 
And with curse words, you're like, mm, I don't know, <laughs> like, you know, a 13-year-old <laughs> might have drawn this in the notebook or something. <laughs> but it's a great story. Um, and, and the art does work once you kind of get into it. And yeah. Right, right. Sure. Well, curse words is one, I'd say, if, if you're into a story that has some characters that are not good people. And I mean, if you're a fan of It's Always Sunny, or uh, nice, You're the yeah. Worst, or The Good Place, mm-hmm. or anywhere where your main protagonists are people who aren't good, but still have that, you know, redeeming quality mm-hmm. for one reason or another. Yes. Wizard fits that bill. For he sure. is not a good guy. He's very selfish. He's <laughs> misunderstood, I think. But like, Why so is I, that? Because, like... He's coming to save the world from his father, right? Is this Jesus again? It's it's Jesus, Door. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus mixed with Satan because he's I'm Perseus. So <laughs> that's right. Like okay, so Jesus was you know God's like son or whatever, but this dude. <laughs> He, he's a. It's like if God had sent Satan to the world to save us, but really didn't want him to. Right, wanted him to make it more ready for him to come and uh, right. do like whatever. Like Wizard's whole thing, he's like, "I'm here to save you guys. Like, I'm not leaving." Like he. Oh, and there's another cool part. This is kind of a tangent, but he like puts this whole stadium full of people in a jar. Right, right, right. Which is really cool. That comes back into play later on in the series. Does it really? Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you off air. Not just, every, not just everybody at the stadium, but everybody in the world who had watched that game on TV. They got to go in the stadium oh, okay. too. Yeah. And it's a jar, and it's a mini fantasy world. Like mm-hmm. this like sort of dream fantasy world in this jar. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you know, every episode we uh, we shoot for being professional, <laughs> and then we remember that it's us doing the show. Mm-hmm. And uh... <laughs> why fight it? <laughs> so, Curse Words is one to check out for sure. Um, mm-hmm. A lot happens; it keeps going. It's it's a wonderful book, and uh, the layers just keep coming with it. Mm. Uh, things that were throwaway jokes in the first volume come back later and uh, play a bigger role than we thought. I'm excited to read more. Our final topic today is uh, when fantasy turns to horror. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm talking about Kieran Gillen's Die. Die. Mm. Die. What a book, man. That one That one came out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, it's that idea that, like, why didn't nobody think of this before? Because we, who would have thought to combine D&D and Jumanji in such a dark way? And, yeah, <laughs> it writes itself like, I get it. Yeah. Mm. You roll the dice, boom. Now you're, instead of imagining you in the world... You're in the You're world. In the world. So does right. that mean like the Dungeon Master is out, or is he in the game too? Mm. That, so that's something that uh, is very much addressed in this yeah. book. It's all set up at, for one of his friend's um, birthdays. Mm-hmm. They're too young to go drinking. They're too old to have clowns and parties like that. You know, that cake. Weird. Mm-hmm. So he puts together a D and D game, and uh, from there. It all goes fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I love um, when when their friend Saul, he creates this game for his friend for his birthday. And he says some. there's a line that says something like, you guys aren't going to believe how good this is. It's fantasy for adults. It's fantasy for adults. <laughs> I'm like, that's such a, a banner statement for the whole series or whatever. Like, right? And I thought adult fantasy was something completely different. Um, oh, no, it's, it's, not, it's the same kind of fantasy. It's the same yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> We're not going to my twisted dark fantasy here. One piece is completely different in this one. So in Die, we see a group of friends get together for a D&D game. Mm-hmm. 
classic. It's 1991. It's still relevant, which it has made a big comeback. Mm, mm-hmm. The the resurgence of D and D in that nerd culture. I, I never thought it was going to happen. Stranger right. Things, all that stuff. I mean, even, I'd say even before Stranger Things came around, D and D was making a comeback. Mm, mm-hmm. But it's one of those things yeah. with the um, the eruption of the internet. We exactly. had these forums. We had these areas. Tabletop games. Right. These people just He's watch you created play. his own die game. Yeah. That you can download the rules and stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to get. I mean, okay, but talking about the book is that just another way to get sucked in? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. I'm too paranoid. So, <laughs> right. I mean, we can all try it together yeah. so that way we're bonded for life. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> has to write the story, so I'll just... <laughs> You're going to be the scribe? Yeah. <laughs> so they get sucked into the video game. <laughs> or the, not a video game, the, the, the tabletop game. Yes. How long are they there? Uh, what is it? Five years? Two no, years. Two years. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, mm. no, is it only two? They were only there for two years. Two years, okay, because I know they come back and, like, the one girl's missing her arm. Yeah, and Angela's missing her arm. Ash yes. is, no one, Ash says we can't talk about it. They're right. forbidden or they Everybody's asking them, what happened to you guys? And they're like, we can't talk we about can't it. We can't tell like, We literally can't. That's right, first rule. Fantasy Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> so is that part of the rules in the game or is that just like a, a crew pat that he made We find out when, uh, so years pass. And one of the guys is missing, Saul, the creator of the game. He's gone. Years later, at uh, Ash's birthday, or Dominic, as he goes by now, he uh, he hates presents because the last time he got a present was, was this uh, game. Mm-hmm. Was the game almost mm-hmm. on some itch? Okay, exactly. But instead, he he says he's gonna meet up with uh, his sister for some drinks, right. and a postman delivers a package. That's just at the bar. Just at the bar. And here's a package. Yeah. What? Creepy. And you can see his face just changes. He's like, uh, and she's, are you okay? Is everything all right? Hell no. <laughs> he opens it up, and what does he find? A dice. A, a bloody dice, yeah. It's actually a die. A die. Ah, it's a title. <laughs> the die belonged to his friend Saul. At the beginning of the game, he it's divvied a 20 out. 20-sided. A 20-sided. He divvied out one of each die to each party member. Mm-hmm. And uh, Saul went missing in the game. When they, uh, when they left the game... They did a very much, it's, uh, you know, no place like home, no place like home. They all sure. had to agree to go home. Right. But they had to defeat, like, what is it the called? Grandmaster. The Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. They had to defeat the Grandmaster and wish to go home. But as they defeat the Grandmaster, he grabs Saul. Yeah. Sucks him back in. He wanted to use his 20-sided die to remake the world and connect the two. Right. Right. Which, the two are connected. And that, that's one of those things we also see with uh, Dark Tower. Mm. Kind of bringing it back. They are connected mm. in a way. But it's very thin, the line yeah, that I, separates I them. Yeah. <laughs> so Saul has been lost there, and they, they think he's just dead. And this yeah. is a bloody side, 20 sided die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fresh blood. <laughs> yeah. So he, Which is crazy. Yeah. Why is it bloody? You didn't catch that. I didn't. Oh, well, we'll get to that here in a second. <laughs> they all meet up, all the original party members, and they can't even say party. Mm. They, they have to say the gang's all here. <laughs> they all meet up and they decide, well, you should have given this to the cops. There's blood. If he's out there, this would be over. But then they wouldn't be in their hands. The cops would be the ones to decide. And asking all the questions. Right. Mm. And they had a black guy with them, so the cop might have shot him. Exactly. Mm. So, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's more of a fantasy if he didn't get shot. <laughs> 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 Wait, he did? <laughs> Has this been your most political episode? So oh, um, nah. 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 I think X-Men number one yeah. was our most political episode. <laughs> yes. By far. I love it. Um, so uh, they get they, they decide, okay, fine. If this goes fuck up, it's all your fault, Ash. Because mm. they're starting to call him Ash again. They don't care if he's Dominic. Right. He's back to being <laughs> Ash. Ash is his name in the fantasy world where he's actually female. That's right. Which is very interesting. And uh, that's also addressed because they, they bring it up. You know, how come in this world you were always... Uh, a woman, and uh, in the other world, 
in our the real world, you mm-hmm. weren't. Mm-hmm. You never even uh, you know uh, dated men or anything like that. You, you, you didn't tra- uh, do a transition. You you stayed Dominic, but here you chose to be a woman, and uh, you know you you were a woman, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. this wonderful thing. But mm-hmm. it's the character he he's so uh, or she is from issue one. We must use Ash because it is Ash. Mm-hmm. She. Keeps a lot to herself. Mm, mm-hmm. Even to her sister, mm. she could open up. She could, mm. you know, tell the truth to a sure. dying hobbit. <laughs> right. But chooses not to. Ash is very closed off. Sure, sure. And it, But it's, it's a full-on, like, this is a female character in the fantasy world because he even has, like, a love affair with she. another... She. Sorry, yeah. yeah she has a love affair with a, a male character in the fantasy game. Right. and uh, Which is really cool. Tell me how that worked out, because uh, oh they've been God. gone from this... Sounds really, like Black Mirror. Yeah, they, I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, like, just like that. That was episode. a great episode of Black Mirror, yeah. by the way. Uh, the, she, has a, she has the romance, and then right. they were gone for how many right. years? Like so, a decade and a half? Right, decade and a half. Come back, and she meets up with this character that she had had a love affair with, and... She had put a spell on him. He dared her to. He, he said, I will not, to. my eyes will not rest, or I will not rest until my eyes behold you again. Right. Mm. But then he <laughs> dies and his eyes rot out. But he didn't, didn't die like, because so, the curse was put on him that right. he would not rest until he saw yeah. her. Yeah. And he's like, I can never see you. I'm cursed forever. So we'll never. And, and from so, here, we start to see the choices and the decisions they make, at, they made as teenagers. Mm. The things they set in motion as kids that they treated as a fantasy world yeah. have been going on. Just without like a role-playing game. Without them there. Right. So the fact that he was Ash in the game, does that play a major part into the overall story? Like his, you know, like, like the way he thinks, the way he is in the real world? Like, do they explain We haven't even gone that? back to the real world. They don't, go, they don't get back in the first volume. Oh, They're okay. stuck here. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what do they find upon arriving? They find Saul. The they dice do find Saul, right, and he has taken over the role of the Grand Master. He killed the Grand Master, oh. took his 20-sided die, right. and replaced yeah. his eye. Which makes sense. Yeah, his eye. And the other like... one was his other eye. He had both die, or his dice at his, as his eye. Right. Eyes, and that's but why of course, he was as the creator of the game, of course he's going to take over the Grand Master role. And one of the big things he keeps saying is, I made this all for you. Mm. I made this for you guys. Stay. Right. Stay. He we... just wants to play. Yeah. He just wants to play. That sounds like Will. It's Will Byers. Yeah, that's what's going to happen if he yeah. goes in. Yeah, if he was 11, he'd be like, no, you never leave it upside down. <laughs> We're going to be friends till the end. Yeah, we're not going to stay in the basement <laughs> and play forever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One of the things about Die that I love so much, other than the artwork, because the artwork oh. is amazing. It's beautiful. Is um, these teens, these kids who are now adults, Having to face each and every one of their personal issues. Mm. You see Angela as an addict. Sure, yeah. She's an addict too because she's a... Um, she's What do they call her? Um, um, cyberpunk. cyberpunk. Yeah, cyberpunk. It. But in order for her technology to work, she has to get fairy gold. Mm-hmm. Fair gold or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's addicted to that. Because by the end of the day, her powers stop. And the next day, she's just looking for the next hit. Right. Mm. Right. Next and he, he even says, I never understood why anyone uh, didn't trust rogues. Everyone who plays D&D is a thief. Um. You don't trust a cyberpunk because they're addicts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he'll do anything. I'll do anything right. for him. Mm. And, and we see that again and again in the book. The, 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 the characters that he's created are so interesting. you got the cyberpunk, which is something you don't normally see in a fantasy No, no. Movie. And then you got the Grief Knight. The Grief Knight, He has Matt. to use his sorrow in order to defeat enemies. 
and as an adult, you see like some, the crow. He's ta- he talks about his mm. life at one point exactly like the crow, <laughs> and uh, his mom died, and she was a stati- she was a statistic. Yeah. It was like one in a million, but that one always comes up, and someone is always that one. Right. And then later on, his daughter gets sick. Yeah. And it's a much smaller percentage. Right. And she dies. And Ash, e. as the dictator, he his his voice, his commands control Her. people. <laughs> Her, yes. Thank you. I'm sorry. I keep doing that. So she. To the grief night, she'll say, like, think about your, you know, your dead wife. Yeah, mm. tears on a yeah. casket. Yeah. Sons oh. without mothers. That's to bring That's some out. great song later. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're just thinking of tears from a rose. A tears, <laughs> kiss from a rose from last week. Well, that, I'm always thinking about that. <laughs> Who isn't? So, we, we see them go through, and there's there's a great um, analog for uh, Hobbits and Tolkien we see in this uh yeah, I didn't catch that until we talked it's, about it. It's crazy because they're at war. They look like mm-hmm. people during that era of war. They're right. in the trenches. Right. They're sending their kids off. You know, after my grandfather went, his grandfather mm-hmm. went, my father went, mm-hmm. and they, they always say spring is coming. And wizards have no um, care for mm-hmm. these lower people mm-hmm. unless they do take them into account, which is much scarier. Right? Because then it's like, oh, they know they're just getting fodder. Yeah. And you see these hobbits dying out, and one looks like Elijah Wood. And afterwards, you see <laughs> you see a, 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 a Tolkien kind of look character come up with his pipe. That's awesome. And even he says, yeah, well, I was writing. These men were out there dying, and it's something I thought about. Mm. And you're just like, ah! Love it, dude. It's, it was his escape. Yes. Mm. But towards the end, they finally reach a domed-off city in the shape of a 20-sided die. Yes. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. <sighs> So what happens when they get there? I know that Saul, isn't he in control of the city or... He's technically in control of the whole land, but everyone in the city is like, are you here to free us from his reign? Right. Yeah. So from there, <laughs> oh man, am I the most equipped person in this <laughs> you episode? You totally are, dude. Yes. I need to read it again. But... Utility so... belt and all. <laughs> so they go into the city, the people start treating them like the heroes they used to be treated as, yeah, you right. know? Chuck, one of the characters who... Total shitbag. He's kind of a dick, yeah. He's a yeah. total shitbag. He's like, I can get used to this. Who wants to come keep the hero company? Well, <laughs> he's a, he's wait, a wait, movie wait. writer in the real world. Though. Yeah, and he's ah. used their experiences <laughs> to exploit it to make these books, these movies. Yeah, you know. sure. And uh, oh, so when he get so when he came back to the real world, he was like, I got an idea. Exactly. He didn't treat it. He didn't treat it as reality. He treated it as fantasy. And yeah. when they're back in there, they're told to treat it as reality. But he's still out oh, there, you know. Oh, like, I got my new material uh, when I get out. That's right. right. That's you right. need to worry about what you're doing right now. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he, he he's fucking people left and right. He's <laughs> drinking. He's he's doing everything that his character and his personality type does. Mm-hmm. But uh, and Ash, he's a fool. Right? He, he's like, the fool, and right. fools rush in. That's right. And um, Ash goes, and she finds uh, a way to bring Saul there because the gate, the, the grandmasters are always most powerful. In their domain, mm. which is just classic fantasy, you yeah. know, mm-hmm, lore. Mm-hmm. You meet them in their place of their power. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have a hard. You're gonna have a hard time beating them. And uh, she decides to break his city, his glass city. Yeah. After remembering as a kid, when he used every Lego piece to build this fortress, right. and he's like, "Don't know, it's finished. Like, we're not gonna build anything else out of these parts. It's finished." She ends up breaking the city, and they all work together to uh, coordinate yeah. an attack without killing any citizens, mm. destroying his perfect city and bringing him to them. Mm. Yep. <sighs> he almost, uh, you know, is convinced to go home, but, uh... Oh, no. Oh, no. His <laughs> power comes back, and uh, Ash drives a blade into his gut. Now, as uh, he's dying, they're like, we need to go home. 
create the circle. He's out of the party. We all agree. No place like home, no place like home yes. kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Except Chuck and... Um, I'm blanking on her name, but another one of the characters... Um, the Godbinder? Yeah, the Godbinder, they, they decide... I mean, that's such a cool character it's also. fantastic. <laughs> all the, all the different so deities dope. you see with her, too. A character that controls gods. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, they decide their life is better here. Mm. You know, he's like, I can one do push-ups moments. again. I can yeah. do pull-ups again. I can fuck whoever I want. Nothing beats fucking <laughs> no a, an Elvis, a Elvis <laughs> shit. And uh, she's like, yeah, my mom doesn't talk to me. I don't even have a cat. I live alone. Mm. I'm here. So they split the party, which you never do. You never oh, split ne- the party. <laughs> never split up. And um, Scooby-Doo. Ash comes back as a fallen, and he reveals that the fallen are not myth, you know, not not characters that he created. They are people from the real world who have come to the world of Die and met with a grisly fate. Boom. So <laughs> the way to get back is to kill all of the fallen. To murder all of the players that came here beforehand. So how the fuck, though? How did... I mean, because Saul created this game. Yeah, so how did they right? get there? Did he? Or was it something that was using was him? Exactly. exactly. Oh. You know? It's because it's been there before. And apparently the Grandmaster already existed and was trying to connect the two worlds. Uh, mm. Right, right, right. What's more, you know, what's an easier way to connect than to get into the mind of a, a you know, So low-key, every time you play D&D, you're unwillingly contributing mm-hmm. to an alternate universe. Exactly. <laughs> Unbeknownst to your own actions. Yeah. Right, right. All right. <laughs> Which means I've done a lot of horrible shit. <laughs> How dare you. Yeah. So these were some good books, you know. Um, Sounds like it. Would you recommend any of these? Absolutely. I would recommend all of them, but especially Die. I think Die is the most... Intelligent, um, in depth. Um, it's just the best. It's, it's so it's, good. It's, man. it's the most well written, the best art. It, it's fucking crazy good. But um, I loved Fairyland. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Art was great. It was a, a wild, fun ride. Um, all of them. They're all good. Thank you for recommending them to me. Yeah, man. I'm glad we had you on for the show. Um, yes. Let's go around real quick before we end. And uh, Kelsey, what is your uh, creature in class? Um. If I'm going off the top, I'm going to go with um, a dark elf with light elf magic. Okay, so yes. that'd be the creature. What's the, what, what class type would you say? Like warrior, bard, uh, um, soothsayer? Maybe um, a rogue with mad charisma. Okay, yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> what about you, Daniel? Dude, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to do this. I'm like, so I play guitar, so I'm definitely a bard. Okay. I think, you now know. what? Now what race? And you can't say white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I'm short, I'm going with dwarf. Dwarf <laughs> is a good build. Nice. You, you know can what I'm be yeah. sturdy. tough, sturdy. And you've got those lungs to work with as a bard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was thinking something more like. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Love of mine, someday you, you will, will find. <laughs> um, what about you, Daniel? Uh, for me, it's a dragonborn warlock. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. His name would be Guano Escobar. And, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Scoob for short. Okay. <laughs> Not so sure about that name, but. <laughs> you mean batshit drug dealer? Yeah. <laughs> love it. Guano. It's Ventura taught me that. It's right. It's right. <laughs> I knew it was Guano, but I didn't put together Guano, dr- a batshit drug dealer. That's <laughs> <funny. Yeah. laughs> well, Daniel, it's been great having you on the show. Thanks, Daniel. It was great talking to you. No problem, Daniel. You're too sexy. Oh, Daniel, stop it. Stop it, Daniel. You're too much. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, man, it was really good having you, man. It was a lot of fun. Yes. I'm awesome. sure we'll see you again on the Everybody show. Everybody needs to listen to this podcast. 
it's amazing. It's so much Well, that's fun. on you, my friend. Yeah, okay. Spread the word. I'm going to go home and listen to all the episodes over and over again. <laughs> yes. uh, and you should, too. Is there Thank anything you. you'd like to plug while we have you? No, well, you know what? I, I will do this. Uh, I'm going to, if it's okay, I'm going to give out my email address because I am in the middle of writing a comic book script with my co-writer. Fantastic. We're, we're putting it together. It is a fantasy story. It's kind of a Western, psychedelic, crazy thing. So That's awesome. Any artists out there and or letterers, hit me up, danielpatrickparks at gmail.com. Uh, it's a paying gig. So if you want a gig, if you're an artist, if you're a letterer, you're down for a fantasy comic book script, let me know. That's fantastic, cool. man. Gnarly. Kelsey, what do you got? Um, Two things. First, I want to plug the Drink and Draw being held this Thursday at 7 at Escape Velocity. Um, it's the last Thursday of every month. And also, since um, Daniel is wearing a Master of the Universe um, t-shirt in front of me, I want to recommend the She-Ra series so on Netflix. Oh. It is legit. It it's is awesome. dope. Um, I just finished season three last week, and I can't. W- I look forward to season four. And that's another one of those shows yes. where if you like the Steven Universe uh, style of art... Yes, it's and, right and up there. The first, uh, the first few episodes also reminded me of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes, and that's a whole other episode in itself. Oh, I literally can talk about that all day. Right. I, and I have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Escaping Podcast. Um, and don't forget to check out our featured local band this week. It's going to be... They're going to be playing uh, at the end of our episode here. It's called Stalemate, and you can see them live on September 7th at the K-Bar with Daylight Delirium, and also at the What If Festival on September 14th at the RHZ stage. I'd like to go ahead and thank Escape Velocity Comics for allowing us to record here. Once again, our views, our opinions do not reflect that of Escape Velocity or its staff or um, anyone it's affiliated with. They're just kind enough to let us record here, even though I rail against everyone and uh, hail Satan every now and then. Uh, (laughs) Escape Velocity has a book of the week every week. Come in and check it out. The book this week is Batman Superman number one. Up in the sky, in the dark of the night, trust no one for the secret six walk among us. Spinning out of the devastating events of Batman Who Laughs, Superman and Batman are together once again more, once more, haha, <laughs> in an all-new monthly series. And they're facing a terrifying new threat that could strike from anywhere. The Dark Knight and the Man of Steel must journey into the depths of Gotham City to learn which of their fellow heroes has been transformed into the horrifying horsemen of their most dangerous and deranged foe. Our heroes will need to fight to survive, but an even more dangerous question lurks in the shadows. Can Superman and Batman even trust each other? Check it out. That's from Joshua Williams and David Marquez. Today we leave you with All the Time Sometimes by Stalemate. Remember, folks, there can only be one chum bucket. And don't ever feel like you're trapped in the dungeon of life's reality because you can always join us and be an escapee.
out of line. 